by choosing healthy over skinny you are choosing self love over self judgment hello listeners hope you all are doing great out there welcome to the second season of our podcast cyclone by cyclub the first mental health club of uiet punjab university in this podcast we talk about mental health issues and ways to fight them i am devansh and i am vaishnavi and we will be our host for the day today we'll talk about how eating habits help us improve mental health but before we begin we'd like to introduce you to a guest for the day today we are in conversation with miss divisha singh yeah so before starting off the conversation we would like to give a brief introduction about her miss divisha is a health habit coach at cultfit she had qualified net in psychology and she completed her masters in general psychology from punjab university she specialized in theories of industrial counseling and clinical psychology welcome ma'am thank you vaishnavi thank you devansh we are really honored to have you here with us today and so excited to have this conversation with you so let's dive right in uh okay ma'am so we would like to ask you is there any link between the quality of our eating lifestyle and mental health yes definitely there is a lot of link and in fact there have been researchers that tell us that the kind of food and it's not just what we eat but also how we eat when we eat with whom we eat and a lot of other factors that you know um, impact our mental health so like i was saying that there have been researchers that establish the kind of diet that you're having and uh, your um, you know chances of developing anxiety and depression Oh yes ma'am definitely. Yeah. Uh and ma'am also these days unhealthy dietary habits physical inactivity and sedentary behavior are major risk factor among adults. So what are some dietary changes that someone could make to improve his or health? Right. So first let's talk about um the typical indian diet you take east north west south any any of the diets and you'll find that so um the major focus of any anybody should be to you know include holistic diets in their uh, everyday life when i say holistic diet i mean that um, first of all including all the sources of macronutrients when i say macronutrient it means protein fiber carbohydrate and good fats but if you look at the diet typical indian staple diet regardless of the region you will find that we are eating uh, all our staple foods are basically carb rich there are some bits and amounts of protein and fiber but that is very very um, i would say redundant if we compare it to carbohydrate some yes. of the dietary changes can um, you know begin by you including more of protein and fiber and good fats in your diet and maybe limiting the quantity of carbohydrate oh yes ma'am uh, ma'am we usually have cravings at night since most of us are used to stay up late Mm-hmm. so what kind of food habits one should maintain in such a scenario you know for good mental health and physical health right right so first of all devansh it is very important that we figure out why those cravings are there in the first place it could be because you are hungry which could which is again physiological nature of the craving or it could be because you are maybe you have a deadline to meet maybe you have a project to submit the next day and um, you are emotionally eating there are a lot of people who emotionally eat when i say emotionally eat i mean that stress eating when you are under pressure when you are going other parts in your life you tend to eat 
there are people who do that as well so the very first thing regarding the craving i would like to say is that figure out why the craving is there and mm. so even before you figure out why the craving is there figure out the nature of the craving is it emotional or is it physiological so when i say physiological i mean are you actually hungry and you're eating because of that or is it because you're very stressed and you you're getting hunger pangs because of the stress once you do that if it is hunger we have multiple options one is that we replace the unhealthy snacks so whenever we are snacking late night it's generally something unhealthy right chips yeah coke energy drinks to keep us up all of that so first option that we have is to you know um replace those unhealthy snacks with he- with healthier options and the healthier options doesn't necessarily have to be boring as it is you know generally yeah. advertised there are multiple healthy snacks available in the market and they are pretty tasty as well so for example there are uh, options of chocolate granola and chatpati muesli all of that are more or less the namkeen that we eat the chocolate that we eat so um replacing the snacks with healthier options is one thing that you can do for late night cravings or you can also go ahead and you know have ready to made um, ready to eat in fact um snacks like homemade bhel roasted chana all of those are healthier so yeah that or another thing that you can do about um, physiological craving is figuring out if it is because you are not feeling full enough after you have had your last meal which is generally dinner in case of late night cravings so what happens is when our um, dinner which is again a part of our day a meal of our day is mostly carbohydrate rich which is roti or chawal basically if we talk about north indian diet yes carbohydrates have a tendency to get digested easier as compared to protein and fiber so another uh, way to curb the cravings and another way to take control of your cravings would be to include major portions of protein and fiber in your diet so that you also because uh, protein and fiber have a tendency to keep you fuller for a longer period of time and they take some time to digest as compared to carbohydrates so you can include more fiber and protein in your diet is one thing okay so yeah i do think we have late night cravings mostly because our work stress i guess you know right agar to matlab stress ki wajah se ho raha hai ya fir um psychological nature hai craving can your stress eating or emotional eating uh, and you can either figure out what's happening and if you are able to deal that on your own then you can go ahead and take the measures that you need to or if mm-hmm. it is something because um something other something something else is happening on your personal front you can go ahead and seek uh, professional help as well you might be suffering from you know any mental health condition that you may or may not be aware of and just to be on a safer side it would be better to get somebody's professional opinion regarding if this is something that's persisting quite a lot for you once in a while is something that happens to i think most of us um all right ma'am a lot of us rely on caffeine to wake up or to get through that night shift so because caffeine keeps a energy and concentration up throughout the day so uh can you tell us that is caffeine good for our health or it has some negative side effects hmm. so um the case with caffeine is that it is very very um i would say 
has been vilified by the um, food industry and a lot of other industries but what we need to be mindful of and what we need to realize is that caffeine is um, harmful for you only if you are consuming it in excess so um, if maybe you are consuming caffeine in moderate quantities of course once a day then it's okay to have that a general rule of thumb that um, we can follow is that not having any caffeine after 3 pm in the afternoon okay and also some other healthier alternatives could be and you know we majorly use caffeine to keep ourselves up but we also need to realize that because caffeine is a stimulant it will yeah. of course the high will be there you will feel active but the lows will be as low as the high is the high so um, you need to be Ma'am, any reason you said after three p.m. caffeine? Yes. So, um, if we, if you, you know, talk about the biological clock, we humans are supposed to be asleep by ten or eleven. Caffeine mm-hmm. yes. has a tendency to stay in your body for six hours in a day. I mean, once you consume your cup of coffee, it is going to stay in your bloodstream for the next six to seven hours. So, okay. say that you are trying to sleep by eleven p.m. and you get to bed by ten. So it will be safer to you know not consume any cup of coffee after oh, three. Okay. It's not just coffee. Uh, some other sources of food where there is caffeine is tea, cola, mm. all your energy drinks, and chocolates. So okay. you also need to take care of that. Um, ma'am, uh, are there any alternate healthy option other than uh, using caffeine to boost our concentration? Or yes. there are some other food options. Yes, there are. In fact, Vashnavi, thank you for asking that question. Very important question. So there is, there are two um, options that I personally found very helpful. One is peppermint tea, and another one is mint tea. It is very, very helpful when you want to stay alert, and when you want to enhance your focus. Okay. Okay. So, ma'am, I would like to ask. As you said, we should have proteins in good amounts, and mm-hmm. it's difficult to digest too. so that means we have to focus on our physical activity too so any comments on it ma'am right so even first of all um, thank you for that question devansh um protein is dif- not difficult to digest i would say i would say that it takes much more time to digest yeah. than uh, carbohydrates and uh, yes physical activity um, even if we do not talk about protein or carbohydrate or fiber physical activity is nonetheless very very important because of course one is that it releases dopamine which is um, you know an enzyme that makes you feel good about not just doing the exercise but is also very important for your overall well being dopamine has been found to be you know related to your overall well being and um, other than uh, you know the general well being exercise also keeps your body fitter and um, a lot of yeah. you know factors are involved when we talk about exercise so i would say that um, exercising is very very important regardless of whether you are a student working professional housewife any anybody anybody of any age i would like to say to you that working out and physical activity is important and not just working out when i say physical activity rather i am talking about overall movement for example you talk about students or you take uh, corporate professionals or somebody who has a sitting job right yeah. they sit for a very longer stretch maybe somebody who's working from 9 to 5 and they have a sitting job they'll be sitting constantly throughout and um, 
there is this um, new i would say code that is running in the health community that sitting is the new smoking all right because yeah because um we have a tendency to sit for a very long period i have had clients who sit at a stretch for 3 to 5 hours because they are busy in meetings one after another so it yeah. is very important that we take breaks in between when we are working when we are studying getting up at least once every hour if if you know um going out and walking a few steps is a problem you can just get up from your chair and stretch a little bit here and there so yeah. that your so yes of course it was it'll um boost your overall well-being your overall you know sense of and it will also help you um relax unwind because your body gets stiff after sitting for a while yeah and even i guess but this lockdown has messed up our routines of physical activities and healthy eating yeah right uh, ma'am as teenagers today have very unhealthy and irregular eating habits so are there any diets connected to the rise of anxiety and depression right um like i mentioned and uh, you know it's also interesting to note that it's not just teenagers but um a lot of adult people who are indulging in unhealthy diets and mm-hmm. uh, suffering from anxiety and depression so yes i mean um teenagers definitely you know are more carefree than our adults like you you know mentioned divansh that corona virus and the lockdown has messed up yeah. not just you know at personal front but also professional front so i would say a lot of people a lot of unhealthy eating pattern has emerged over the lockdown yeah and no particular diet i would say is uh, related so um this these studies between uh, food and anxiety and depression have not been of causational nature but rather correlational nature when i say causational i mean that there is no clear cut evidence that if you eat this or if you don't eat this it will lead to depression or anxiety but there has been um, studies that say that if you are not eating a healthy diet you may be more prone to developing anxiety and depression and maybe more prone to stress as well and vice versa um and ma'am uh, usually from a young age we are taught that eating well helps us look uh, look and feel a physical best yeah. so uh, what we are not always told is that good nutrition significantly affects our mental health too so mm-hmm. how different kind of food items can uh, affect our mood like basically for me eating chocolate makes me happy so are there any specific food items that affect our mood or or our health definitely a very good question rashmi and um chocolate eating chocolate makes you feel happy because chocolate has dopamine in it some amount of that okay. yeah and also maybe because you like the taste so we humans are uh, creatures of taste as i like to say it and we enjoy the different tastes that are available and not just the taste but the texture and temperature of the food so it's very versatile and it's very interesting to just talk about food and humans and the relationship between us and um, if you talk about anything that you're fond of and when you're stressed and even when you're not stressed and if you consume that particular food group you'll feel happy for example i'll give you yes. an example that um i'm very fond of um thin crust pizza so regardless of the mood that i am in if i have a slice of thin crust pizza i will be happy and for me cold coffee boosts me up 
yeah of course of course the taste is there and as well as the caffeine so i understand why it boosts you up yeah okay so ma'am we know good eating habits are important for our physical health mm-hmm. but how actually does it affects the well-being of our mental health like how it is connected right so um let's take a very concrete example that um, say that you're not eating your meals on time say that you have some work or you have some assignment or deadline to meet and you forgot to have your lunch and um, it's so two things one is physiological one is psychological let's talk about physiological first and then we'll um, look at the psychological as well yeah so say that you forgot to have your lunch now what's happening is that because there is a lot of gap between um, and you are having your dinner right so breakfast and then your dinner in between you forgot to have your lunch which was of course full of nutrients that your body needed what is going to happen is that the blood sugar level in your blood stream would reduce and you would start to feel tired and you'll feel all sorts of fatigue and irritation and anger and that will in turn so it's a vicious cycle once you start to feel angry frustrated it would lead to other uh, emotions and moods that would in turn be reinforcing these emotions the anger and the mood and the frustration and irritation and it will go on unless you realize what's happening and you break the loop so physiological level pe this is what is happening psychological level pe because um, if you are somebody who's trying to achieve a particular health goal maybe losing weight gaining weight or building muscle and you have a lot of added stress of exams of deadlines on top of that and you're forgetting to have your lunch two things will happen one is of course your body is not getting the nutrients and of course not getting the nutrients and also the time gap is there yes. so at psychological level um, you'll start to feel guilty why did you skip your lunch why are you not taking care of your health and why are you not you know um so it's it's a lot of things of course there'll be things happening at your personal front as well if you are you know trying to achieve a health goal and you're skipping meals and it would again the guilt cycle would be um, sustaining itself and um, the loop will continue to go on unless you start to have your meals on time and or unless you start to you know make changes consciously mummy generally ends up with a headache for me so yeah. how it is connected like skipping a meal leads to headache yeah so like i said uh, devansh that if you're skipping your meal you would um, the blood sugar level would start to drop and once that happens our body comes into the survival mode so generally our body uh, derives the energy from carbohydrates which are you know the instant sources of energy but yes. when your body is not getting that carbohydrate for a very longer period of time say that you had your breakfast and then you did not have anything in between or maybe say that you're fasting and you're not having anything in between um instead of carbohydrate the body would start to take the energy either from protein or from fats and what will happen is that because protein and fiber are yes they are sources of energy but not as you know instant as carbohydrate it will take some time so what is going to happen is that your body needs energy it is not able to get the energy it will start to show symptoms symptoms like devansh ke case mein headache or it could be irritation it could be angry outburst so that way does it make sense devansh yeah ma'am yeah sure. yes ma'am totally uh all right ma'am uh, i'd also like to ask you that 
uh, what food items would you suggest must definitely be a part of an individual life like basically mm-hmm. to reduce the chance of getting a chronic health disease or any kind of mental disorder right right um so the best way i i would um, you know um, would like to introduce this concept here it's called as the my plate concept what you essentially do in this is so this concept first of all let's talk why this concept over what we generally eat so like i said that most of our meals are very carb rich and we all the other nutrients take a back seat be it protein be it fiber be it healthy fats so this concept that i'm just about to introduce takes care that you are getting enough amount of protein fiber and good fats along with carbohydrates we are not going to vilify carbohydrates or calories because they are as important as fiber or protein and like you know the fad industry the food marketing industry wants you to believe that okay carbohydrate is bad for your health okay you're consuming a lot of calories and that is going to make you fat it's not like that it doesn't really work that way carbohydrate is as important as fiber and protein like i said instant source of energy for your body and energy yes. is important for your body so with this concept like i said um, there will be fiber and protein in your diet which is essential and which is something that you generally lack and along with that what it does is that it makes sure that your body is getting the phytonutrients and all of the micro micronutrients that we generally skip on or we generally lack in our diet so now let's talk about the concept that i'm just about to introduce yeah vashni sure. yeah. yeah, sure. yes sure. so imagine a medium sized plate or a thali in your head you divide it into two parts from between right you fill okay. 50% of the plate with sources of fiber when i say fiber it is um green leafy vegetables green vegetables like bindi loki capsicum peas yes that green vegetables green leafy mein there will be spinach methi all sorts of palak basically amaranthus and all of that or um salads and fruits are also you know good sources of fiber so 50% yeah. of the plate plate is filled with sources of fiber bacha kitna 50% you divide that into two portions fill 25% with sources of protein protein okay. mein uh, vegetarian sources of protein are all the dals are good sources of protein soy chunks paneer tofu those are good sources of vegetarian protein if you're a non vegetarian fish chicken that is a very good source of um, chicken yeah, right yeah. hmm. vaishnavi sounds very excited at the sound of <laughs> okay so 25% is protein and also curd and chaach are also good sources of protein so there is that so 75% of the plate is done with fiber and protein 25% is left and that 25% you fill up with sources of carbohydrates carbohydrate mein it could be roti it could be chawal varieties of chawal um, brown rice red rice black rice roti mein bhi multi grain roti um jaur millet oats all of that will come under the carbohydrate section and to include healthy fats you have multiple options what you can do is instead of the refined oil that is generally consumed uh, in our indian households you can go ahead and include uh, kachchi ghani mustard oil kachchi ghani coconut oil or uh, any any cold pressed natural sources of oil basically olive oil avocado oil all of those are sources of good protein uh, good i mean um, fat right okay. okay yeah so there is that uh, for good 
that other than that what you can also do is include uh, some seeds seed ke mixtures aate hain flax seed pumpkin seeds sesame seeds ke you can just you know sprinkle it over your entire food or you can also take half a tea uh, spoon of peanut butter for good fats all right ma'am nowadays we have cheese in almost every food item whether it being pizza or cheesecake or whatever so mm-hmm. how is it affecting our body mentally and physically okay so cheese essentially is not a bad source of you know um, bad source of nutrition i would say cheese is in fact a good source of protein but the problem comes with when it is highly processed so the problem with highly processed foods not just cheese any any of the highly processed foods you take be it maida be it white sugar be it suji is that um, you take something you take whole grains and maybe you know you take something that is whole in nature and you take all the nutrients out of it so what you're essentially getting out of highly processed cheese or maida or suji or white sugar is empty calories meaning that yes your body will be able to extract energy out of it but are you getting any nutrients no you're not and that is exactly what the problem is with the cheese that is used in pizza or cheesecakes that they are very highly processed and essentially your body doesn't get any out of it so what you're getting is a lot of calories but no nutrients and when there are a lot of calories and in fact when the number of calories that you're consuming is far more than what you're burning it will ultimately lead to weight gain yeah definitely also ma'am uh, how can we control our cravings for sweet dishes mm-hmm. like i basically eat a lot of sweet dishes and uh, gulab jamun and also uh, how can we control this uh, craving right तो जैसा कि पहले भी हमने बात किया वैष्णवी कि फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल यू नीड टू फिगर आउट कि क्रेविंग्स कहाँ से आ रही हैं ऑफ कोर्स इफ यू आर वेरी क्लियर दैट यू हैव अ स्वीट टूथ देन इन दैट केस योर नेक्स्ट मेजर्स कुड बी रिप्लेसमेंट्स विद यू नो हेल्थियर और कंट्रोल ऑफ द पोर्शन सो वंस यू आर एबल टू फिगर आउट कि कहाँ से आ रही हैं एंड इफ इट इज जस्ट बिकॉज यू नो यू लाइक द स्वीट टेस्ट ऑफ द स्वीट्स गुलाब जामुन एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड ऑफकोर्स हू वुड बिकॉज गुलाब जामुन या सो वॉट यू कैन डू इज ऑन एन एवरेज इफ इन अ वीक यू नो से दैट यूर ईटिंग टॉयस द गुलाब जामुन वॉट यू कैन डू इज एक बार ही चलो ठीक है टू बिग सो स्टार्ट आउट रियली टाइम यू वैश नवी इफ यू ट्राई टू एलिमिनेट इट मतलब एक बार में तो इट्स नॉट गोइंग टू हैपन यू विल एंड अप कंज्यूमिंग अ लॉट मोर गुलाब जामुन देन व्हाट यू वांटेड टू कंट्रोल सो स्टार्ट आउट रियली टाइनी से लेट्स सपोज दैट यू आर कंज्यूमिंग गुलाब जामुन टॉयस इन अ वीक कंज्यूम इट वंस टू बिगिन विद एंड द नेक्स्ट टाइम दैट यू हैव अ क्रेविंग सो इंस्टेड ऑफ मे बी वन गुलाब जामुन कट इट डाउन टू हाफ गुलाब जामुन वंस यू आर बीइंग एबल टू यू नो कंसिस्टेंट विद इट मोर देन 80% देन मे बी अगेन टेक इट टू अनदर लेवल स्केल इट अप अ बिट दैट instead of twice you just have it once in a week and after that is done dheere dheere karke you bring it down to a point where you're consuming maybe just one gulab jamun once every two weeks or once every month so dheere dheere karke you can start by cutting down on it and another option is that um, replacement so instead of you know gulab jamun see if this works for you or not this works for a lot of people this doesn't work for a lot of people so it is a subjective call you'll have to figure out whether this is something that's worked for you that works for you or not um yes 
so better replacement so whenever you have you have a sugar craving instead of gulab jamun go ahead and have something that is more nutritionally dense and something that would provide some nutrition to your body maybe a date or two or um, you can you know go ahead and wrap some jaggery powder in a roti and along with some ghee and consume that or any other you know healthier options sugary healthier options like chocolate granola muesli i mean dark chocolate muesli or also dark chocolates any uh, any dark chocolate that has more than 70 to 80% of cocoa is a relatively healthier option if you compare it to the typical milk or the typical dark chocolate so a piece or two um, every 2 3 days is okay to consume all right all right i'll i'll definitely keep this in my mind yeah ma'am one question i would like to ask like many brands have packed foods nowadays like maggi and we have frozen ones too like mckins so ma'am are they really healthy for us no definitely uh, sir is definitely no they want most of these packed foods so um another thing that i would like to you know um ask you and to anybody who listens to this i would like to request you to make a habit of reading the ingredients and also not just ingredients but the nutritional information so yeah. um for example there are very um i won't say cheap but i would say that um smart marketing tactic that the food industry currently is using is by you know um making you believe that you're consuming something very healthy while you're not for example there are these um i remember there is this brand of bread bon i think if i'm not wrong bon and perfect that gen that is generally available in um chennai apart from britannia and all the major brands of course local ones are bon and perfect so um i used to buy this uh brown bread and what was written on it was 100% whole wheat bread right so for a very long period of time i believed that i was consuming 100% whole wheat bread but um once i started to develop this habit of reading the ingredients and the nutritional information i got to know that it's just 32% whole wheat and so <laughs> yeah so yeah to answer your question no these are not um, any anything that comes in pack you know in the form of packed food is not very healthy and anything so while you are you know reading the ingredient and nutritional information two things yeah. that you need to keep in mind any time you see trans fat and any time you see um, higher amounts of sodium or another third another thing that i forgot to mention is added sugar three things you see you uh, know that it is unhealthy and it is not going to do any good to your body or to your mind i'll repeat it yeah. again added sugar trans fat and a huge amount of sodium things are what most of the uh, diseases are based on okay next okay. time i will look upon this <laughs> yeah ma'am but we have packed food all around in markets and in our lives nowadays so what really can be the alternative for the same like we have packed food involved in almost everything right right good question devansh and if you know um, it won't be sustainable if we try and avoid everything that comes in a packet because nowadays everything comes in a packet be it your grains be it your milk be it your bread everything so i would say that if we talk about snacks so we generally choose potato chips lays all of that 
instead look for healthier options there is this there are a few brands that i am aware of and um, right bite is one so they are uh, you know producing these uh, big ragi chips which are i have tried and these are as tasty as any other ragi chips or any other crunchy chips that are available in the market and because they are baked they are not giving you a lot of calories and they are healthy because they are using ragi and all the you know other whole wheats so you just have to look for options there are options available there are replacements available but you yeah. have to you know do a little bit of research in terms of what's healthy and also like i said that make it a habit to read the ingredients and the nutritional information so once you are aware of what's good and what's not you will you know be able to figure it out just by looking at the ingredients that they are using yeah okay true elements is another brand that i am aware of that you know um generally produces healthier snacks and tastier ones but of course all of these things are supposed to be consumed in moderation anything yeah. in excess is bad um also ma'am teenagers usually these days eat junk food they are always out of their house and they basically overeat so mm-hmm. what could be long term harmful effects of uh, doing this it could be a lot of things of course um, as there are correlational studies and because teenage is a time of a lot of i would say turmoil you are figuring out, out a lot of things what to do in career relationship wise family yes. wise so it's a you know turbulent period and uh, along that on top of that if your eating habits are not in place it could lead to you know anxiety and depression and not just anxiety and depression but any other you know mental health issues it could lead to because of course if you are uh, overeating and if you are eating and binging on unhealthy food it would lead to um, weight gain ultimately and yeah right you, you may actually you may not but you may as well start to develop body image issues and those are they require a long term commitment for you to overcome that yeah so that could be a major problem yeah and it is becoming a major problem nationally a lot of people are developing body image issues yes of course not just because um, you know they are uh, over a healthy weight but also because of media port um media portrayed and media accepted body images that you know generally were on so um of course uh, adding to what i just said not just mental health issues but also physical health issues like obesity blood pressure i mean 19 year olds are getting heart attacks and they are yes. passing away because of that and 22 people 22 year old people are developing chronic heart diseases so this our eating habits is something that um, we need to take very very seriously and this is i mean this is a very very good time to start taking it seriously and be conscious about what you eat and not just what you eat but also what you drink because beverages have a way of creeping into our diet yeah. without us uh, taking much you know note of it uh, ma'am as vishnu we talked about overeating we generally take antacids after overeating yeah. so it is a short time relaxation to us but in long term has it any effects to us uh, the antacids yeah ma'am like eno and mm-hmm. so the antacids like eno are uh, based on the same principle as our cola it is basically soda 
very calorie rich and yes it will has the same almost same impact as you know as any other brand of soda would like thumbs up coca cola if you consume the antacid on a regular basis especially like you know uh, gaso fast okay so once in a while again just like any other thing once in a while is okay but if acidity is a major concern for you or for anybody else it would be better to consult a doctor and see if it's either because you're overeating or is something else that's happening inside your body maybe because of acid reflux or something yeah, okay. it's better to consult a doctor always if this is you know something that's happening quite a few times okay yeah. okay so i guess we are done with our questions ma'am uh, will you like to give any takeaway points to the listeners yes sure i would urge all of you to um, not try and eliminate something from your diet it's okay to have you know um, have a pizza once in a while so once in a while meaning once in a month once in a month doesn't mean that you can consume it once every week and you know be happy about it of course yeah so uh, what i would like to tell you all is that it's you know moderation is the key have things but have it in moderation and also please and please try and have holistic meals so the concept that i introduced my plate concept try and follow that if that's happening for you if not try and include some forms of protein in the form of dal or curd or whatever it is that you're consuming and some forms of salad if nothing else it is important that you take care of your body as much as you take care of your mind because physical and mental health are very interrelated if something is happening to you physically it is you know bound to impact you mentally if something is not right in terms of your mental health it will impact your physical health okay. so holistic holistic meals and active lifestyle is what i would like to you know give out as key points from this talk thank you ma'am for taking out the time to be here with us today it was a very thought provoking and illuminating conversation and i think all of our listeners can take back something from here today thank you to our listeners for tuning in we will be back with more episodes and we request our listeners to stay healthy and stay safe thank you